And welcome back, everybody. If buying a house is in your future, it just got more expensive. The average long-term U.S. mortgage rate rose this week to just under 7%, the latest setback for would-be home buyers that are already facing really strong headwinds in the affordability area and also a limited housing market and shortage of homes for sale. So there's a lot of things at work here which are making things difficult for folks to buy a house. We know just the guy to talk to about this. David Hall, CEO and founder of Hall Financial Group, joining us. Hello, David. Glad you could take a few minutes for us this afternoon. So glad to be with you. Thanks for having me on. All right. So set us straight on this. Uh, 7% is a real eye-opener for anyone who is trying to buy a house. Give us the best advice if you're in the market. Well, it's it's a very unusual market. In my 27 years in the business, I haven't quite seen anything like this where mortgage interest rates from 16 or so months ago have gone up, you know, three or four percent. And yet housing values stay intact and are going up. You would have thought mm-hmm. with this kind of rise in rates, it would have cooled off the market. But people's values are there. And so. If you believe that rates are going to go down next year or the year after, what's everybody going to do when rates go down? Well, they're probably going to get back in the market to buy a house. So my best advice for folks that are out there shopping right now and just aren't sure, you can buy the home now. You're probably going to be able to refinance it next year or the year after. I don't know anybody that thinks rates aren't going to be lower in the next 12 to 24 months. So it's an interesting decision, but it takes a lot because, If you are going to enter the market, you've got to know what you're going to get. Right now is very tough to find a home because inventories are low, even though rates are up there. So very interesting, but yet still a very much a seller's market right now. I I just find that so unbelievable. I live in a neighborhood where the houses, actually, most of the houses are sold by word of mouth. That I, you know, so, you know, the, as soon as someone's talking about selling their house, the calls go out, hey, I've got a friend, da, 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 da. and before you know it, the, the sign might go up and they may have a few showings, but they go pretty quickly. So, so you're saying that if you're in a situation where you must buy a house and let's say you found one and you're, you're able to purchase that house to go ahead and mortgage your house, work your finances out to make that work. And and perhaps in 12 to 24 months, you could do better with your mortgage rate by refinancing. Well, that's right. I mean, I think that if you were to purchase the home now, you love the home, you're expanding your family, you're a first-time home buyer, no matter what the case is, I mean, buying is still cheaper than renting for these first-time home buyers. So you're going to have the opportunity to purchase and then refinance later. That's usually how it goes. A very interesting dilemma right now is that, We've got all these folks that locked in at very low rates in 2021, so they Mm -hmm. don't want to give up that rate. And that's a big reason why there's such a shortage of homes coming to the market right now. So the the low rates of a year and a half, two years ago, have actually fueled this lack of inventory right now that is causing folks like what you're saying. A house comes on the market, somebody snatches it up because there's more buyers than there are sellers, not to mention the fact that this millennial population, the biggest population of people that we've ever had in the U.S., they're coming into their prime home buying years right now. So as they are ready 
to purchase homes and there's a lack of inventory, I don't see the market slowing down. I don't see pricing going down anytime soon. Anything can happen, but it's very interesting because you would have thought that when rates went up, we would have saw a decrease in housing values and potentially more homes on the market. And that has not happened. Uh, you just gave a little uh, nugget of information there that I had not thought of. Uh, I, you know, a lot of our smart listeners probably had, but I had not thought of this, that the fact is that if you have a low interest rate, uh, that you are probably thinking, oh, man, I'm going to hang on to this for as long as I can. I'm not looking to move. I'll just hang on to this for a while. And and that is fueling the issue with a shortage of available housing. I had not thought about that. Uh, uh, David, I did a story just last week about, uh, or perhaps even earlier this week, about the shortage of rentals, that rentals are in short supply. And part of the reason that they're blaming that on is this issue with the housing market, that there's very little moving movement in the housing market, although and people are getting moved out of rentals because their rents are going up in huge amounts that they simply can't afford. And these are not people uh, on the low end of the economic scale. These are people, middle income folks or maybe retirees, who have a you know have always been able to afford their home but now are having to rethink their rental situation and they don't have anywhere to go 100 percent, it's it's a big issue and that that sort of throws the other piece into this equation with inflation and what's been going on over the last year two couple years builders have not been building nearly as much so there hasn't been a lot of new inventory coming to the market, whether it be rentals or whether it be for buyers. So you haven't seen nearly as much new stuff coming to the market because it was so expensive for builders to build. They're starting to build again. So that's going to open up some some things for both renters and for buyers as builders get back in the game and inflation get tamed, gets tamed. But it's been sort of this perfect storm of lack of inventory, lack of rentals, rents going up, rates are going up. So you really have to be thoughtful about what you want to do because it's not an easy decision. But I do think we have a saying that you you marry the house and you date the rate, meaning <laughs> if the opportunity comes up to refinance next year or the year after, you most likely, if you look historically, aren't going to be in this mortgage that you're in today, maybe late next year, early 2025, whatever the case may be. I'm not a predictor of interest rates, but I think a lot of smart folks think that rates are going to come down over the next 12 to 24 months. All right, David Hall, CEO, founder of Hall Financial Group. You're the you're the expert here. Let's get some free advice. I always like to end our interviews uh, or wind them down with some good uh, advice that's on the positive side. So I'm uh, I'm I just got a new job. I'm moving to the metro Detroit area. All excited about this new job, looking for a house. What advice would you give me uh, to make the best use of my money? Well, I think that the first thing is that you want to get pre-approved before you go and do anything so that you really understand, A, your credit score, B, how much home you can afford, C, what the payment's going to be. And the credit score is so critical in today's market. You need a 760 or better score to get the very best pricing. So even folks that have great credit scores, 738, 742, 744, there's usually one or two things that they can do, albeit very small, 
over a 30 or 60 day period to get that score over 760. So you are getting the very best deal on the mortgage in terms of rates and fees. So my best advice to everybody is get your score well in advance of going out and buying a house. And it's not the score that you find on some of these free sites. You need a three tri-merged credit report pull from a mortgage company like a Hall Financial so that you really understand what your score is for when you buy that house to make sure that you're insuring yourself the very best in rates and fees. That would be my best advice. So that when you, when folks come in and talk with you, then that's what you work with them is to get a few points on that uh, credit score. 760, the number to remember, everyone. So that's really good advice. Thank you, Dan, uh, David Hall. We really appreciate the, the info. And it's a tight market, but we're glad you made just a little bit of sense out of it for us. Thanks. Great to be with you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, David. Stay with us here on WJR. We continue on your Thursday afternoon.